0: But there are dynamics, you guys, that make our wiring so different of how we show up and navigate the day-to-day of our world. And when you can understand those dynamics in your relationships, especially your love relationship, your marriage, it can make all the world of difference. And I'm going to just plug in here, make a world of difference as you're engaging with your children as well. But when I would ask these questions, it always came down to this is what my focus was on in that moment. And it was nothing to do with him. Oh, how can I make Lindsay angry with me tonight? Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how To enlightened relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to enlightened relationships. I am excited to be with you this week to continue our discussion around extreme ownership of your emotional well-being. Two weeks ago, I introduced the concept of extreme ownership of your emotional state and really exploring the emotional responses you create in some of the roles that you play. Well, last week, we focused on the relationship you have with you. Today, We are going to look at your love relationship, your marriage, the intimate relationship that you have with another person. That is the relationship we're going to focus on this week. Through this episode, you are going to hear me reference marriage. I speak because that's the world in which I live in. It's where I'm at. And so I speak to those terms, but please, please, please fix any of the terminology that I'm using to fit for your situations, your scenarios. I hope that this is going to go well, this recording, because I have kindly sent my kids off to go play for just a little bit. They've been home for the last two weeks with me. And so I'm trying to find the time to do these episodes. And so while I have this little bit of time, I wanted to get this recorded for you. So let's dive into your emotional well-being when it comes to your relationships, your marriage. How do you feel when Your spouse does something that you asked a million different times to do differently. How do you feel in those moments? I sit here and go in my brain, what comes up for me are the times that I have asked that if he's going to be late coming home, just send me a text just so I have some awareness of what's going on, right? Like I've asked and sometimes he does and more often than not, he doesn't. And so it's, how do you feel in those situations? or you know maybe when your spouse doesn't follow through on the things they said they would do you know i have i think for probably the last 2 weeks have been asking for our filters throughout our home for our air conditioning unit to be changed to be swapped out put some clean ones in take the dirty ones out and yes it's happened but it did take some time in my asking when i got a yes it would be done on a weekend and the weekend Came and left. So here's another example. How about when your spouse says yes to helping other people? You know, maybe it's the yes to staying later at work to help out what's going on there. Or maybe it's saying yes to, I can help someone move in or move out. Maybe they're just helping other people in your neighborhood in those ways. Okay. Just look for it. how do you feel in those moments? Maybe. When your husband comes home or your spouse comes home and they tend to be grumpy and it's like, seriously, you've been gone all day. And now this is the version of you we get. We haven't even seen you most of the day. And so how do you feel in those moments? Okay. Are you kind? Are you patient? Are you showing love? Like, what does that look like in those moments for you? And be honest with yourself. The majority of the time I show up in these ways, that's what you're wanting to look at. Not the, oh, today I did it awesome. Like really, how do you show up in these moments? Do you feel frustrated? Are you annoyed? Do you feel angered? Okay. What are those emotions that you feel when, you know, you're thinking about, oh, he, he never lets me know when he's going to be home or he never follows through on what he says he will do. Or. He always says yes to everyone else, but not to me and our family, or he gives his all to work. And when it comes down to it, there's nothing left for him to give for our family. Just get curious. And I know I said a lot of he's because those are some of these thoughts that come into my mind in my own relationship, but you could change any of those to she. You know, if that's what you're experiencing in your relationships, fix or change the terminology that best suits your dynamics of your relationship. Here's the thing. And this is such an important thing. Your spouse doesn't make you feel any emotion. There's no feeling your spouse makes you feel. He physically or she physically cannot put an emotion into your body. Emotions are created based on your thoughts. It is what your spouse says or doesn't say, what he does or doesn't do, how they behave or they don't behave that creates your feelings. It's your thoughts about their actions, their words, their deeds. You, my friends, are the creators of your emotional response. It's you not them. I promise. And this is again, you guys, the good news when you have the awareness and when it becomes congruent with you, then you can actually look at what you're creating and look at whether or not you like what you're creating or there, is there something different? Is there a different way in which you want to be showing up in your world? It is such a beautiful thing when you understand this. So it is always the way that you're thinking about your spouse in those situations that creates that emotional response for you. And this is why we're focused on extreme ownership of your emotional state. When you entertain those thoughts, you are the one that is creating what is likely a downward spiral emotion because you're resisting what is. You're thinking the thoughts, and and these came very easily for me because these are some thought patterns that I've had in my own life. Thoughts of, he shouldn't be at work so late. He should be home having family dinner with us all together. He should be giving to our family at at least the same level that he gives to his work. He can seem to follow through on commitments he has said yes to others, but so why can't he with me? These are some of the thoughts that have gone through my own mind in these moments and typically result in me feeling frustrated and angered. And so you really got to examine are those thoughts creating the experience you want to have in your relationship, in your marriage? Because if you're like me and you're creating these downward spiral emotions with this type of thinking, It typically isn't going to motivate you to create more connection in your relationship, in your marriage. It actually does the opposite it widens the distance in your marriage, it creates more disconnect and discord. You create this for you based on what you're thinking, the meanings you're assigning someone else's words actions, and behaviors. So if you're anything like me, you assign meanings to everything you experience. And a lot of this comes from some subconscious thought patterns. They're what I like to call automatic beliefs. It's the thing when you're experiencing something, it's the automatic thought pattern or the chronic thoughts that you've had when you've experienced this thing. You guys, I'm going to go back. You've heard me talk on this podcast before about my husband and his dedication and commitment and loyalty to work and working extremely long hours. This has been an area where I've had to do this work for me. I've had to do this work because I got tired of being the wife that was always angered and upset and creating some of that contention in our relationship, because I couldn't get the text message or I couldn't get a call to just let me know, you know there was all these codes or all these things that were going on, that he wasn't able to leave his shift at that time. But I had to be on to myself about what I was creating, because when we continue to ride the emotion from what we're thinking, we just continue to build this story in our mind and it takes us further away of the relationships we want to create the experience we want to have in our marriage that was the case for me just notice when we start entertaining these thoughts and these meanings that we create based on someone else's behaviors words or actions if we're creating that downward spiral emotion More often than not, it's looking like we show up in ways where we're yelling, we're fighting, we're shutting down and closing off because we don't want to feel that pain or that disappointment or that hurt. And so if I just shut down and I pretend that it doesn't matter, you do you, I do me, and our relationship will be fine, you know, then that's what it is that we're creating. We're avoiding sometimes even bumping into each other. These are some of the actions that go on when we're riding this downward spiral emotion. Again, the power ask here, the thing to ask yourself is if I'm wrong about this meaning, if I'm wrong about it, what else could it mean? This is where we get to reach for that better feeling response. If there is one thing of all these episodes that I've shared with you, that is really getting in tune with your emotions, identifying what emotion you're experiencing in all of the situations and experiences that you have, because your emotions, I promise you are indicators. that's why I don't say positive or negative or good or bad. They're indicators. You have upward spiral emotions and downward spiral emotions. Downward spiral typically gets us further away from where we want to go, creating more love, more harmony, more peace in our relationships. And when we're on the upward spiral, we usually have enough alignment with who we really are that we can be intentional and conscious and purposeful in the actions we take. Ask yourself this often, if I'm wrong about this meaning, what else could it mean? This is what I did so many times over and over and over on my evenings when my husband wasn't home from work and where I would just be so angry, so angry. I would go, "Whoa, wait, let's slow this down. What's really going on? Because I've shared with you guys, my go-to emotion was anger. That was mine. But when I could slow this down and really observe what was going on with me, anger is always a cover-up emotion. You guys, it's always a cover-up emotion. It's what I like to call a dirty pain emotion. The clean pain emotion is the hurt, is the disappointment. That feels better to actually process and go through than jumping to this emotion that's a cover up for what's really going on. So, when I could get real with myself that I was feeling hurt that I had made these requests and it didn't seem like that he cared enough to send me a text that he was going to be late, when I could ask myself, What if I'm wrong about this? What if it's not that he doesn't care about me? What if he does care about me? What if he's busy being in the hospital world or on a project, whatever the circumstances are for you, he's involved in something where that's where his focus is in that moment. And it has not anything to do with how he feels about me. Because I promise you, anytime I've asked, when I had the courage to ask, did you not reach out to me because you don't care about me? The answer has always been no, it has been, I was focused on this thing. And I don't usually talk a lot about masculine and feminine energy on this podcast, and I'm not going to go into it, but there are dynamics, you guys, that make our wiring so different of how we show up and navigate the day-to-day of our world. And when you can understand those dynamics in your relationships, especially your love relationship, your marriage, it can make all the world of difference. And I'm going to just plug in here, make a world of difference as you're engaging with your children as well. But when I would ask these questions, it always came down to, this is what my focus was on in that moment. And it was nothing to do with him. Oh, how can I make Lindsay angry with me tonight? How can I push those buttons of hers, which we don't have buttons, you guys, but how can I make her mad? Nope. My husband doesn't have that power, you guys, to make me mad. I made myself mad based on what I was thinking. Based on the meanings I was assigning, his actions or lack of actions, his lack of words, his lack of behavior with me. That's what created those emotions. Again, taking on extreme ownership of what you are creating. I'm gonna go back to the framework that I shared with you. Identify the emotion you're in and ask is it serving you? Is the anger or frustration serving you? How do you know if it's serving you? It's serving you if you are showing up the way you truly want to in your relationships. For me, you guys, it is always for me showing up with greater love, peace, and happiness. It's joy. It's compassion. It's heartfelt understanding. I want to live in those emotions because they feel better. Does that mean I'm never going to experience anything on the downward spiral? Nope. Nope, there's not a quick fix on any of this as part of the human experience we all have. However, I get to decide how long I stay stuck in my downward spiral spin. And I'm telling you guys, for too many years of my own relationship, I was stuck in anger and I was exhausting myself and all of the ways I was trying to control everything external to me so I could feel better. And the truth of the matter was none of my controlling, none of it, none of my delusion of controlling worked. Didn't make me feel any better. It actually made me feel worse because then I was always I like, did I do the thing? Did I experience the thing? And what I've learned is the more you can embrace all of your experiences, all of them and decide how you want to show up. How do you want to respond? That's when the power that means of being in alignment with who you really are and taking action from that place will always serve you and those around you for your highest good. And it takes time. It takes practice. And sometimes it takes someone helping you along the way. I want to just extend an invitation for those of you who this episode has been speaking to and you continue to find yourself experiencing different relationship problems or there's something you continually struggle with and you want support you want help you want to get to the solution and i promise you guys probably not going to like this but i'm going to speak it <laughs> i'm going to tell you the truth you can be the solution to your problems when you learn how to navigate the day to day of your life. And I promise it's possible. I'm proof, you guys. I am proof that it is possible. Perfect? Absolutely not. Possible to take control of what you're creating and the experiences you want to have. It is such a beautiful thing. Okay. So if you want support, then I invite you to schedule a free consultation call with me. Go to my website, check it out. It's in the show notes and reserve a call with me. And let's see what I can do to support you in what it is that you're wanting to pursue. Okay, you guys, I hope this episode serves. I'm excited for next week to bring to you another episode of Enlightened Relationships. Have a great day. Who is your relationship coach? If you don't have one, I would be honored to be your coach. I created a virtual program called Enlightened Relationships Academy that I would like to invite you to join me in, where we address challenges, work on your goals, and together create the life and the relationships you desire. When you are ready to take what you are learning on this podcast to the next level, then come check out Enlightened Relationships Academy at lindsaykporter.com forward slash E-R-A.